0: All mm-hmm. right.
1: Welcome everybody. Welcome to Activate This Morning. Won't you come on in? Why don't you come on in. Let's get to our feet. We're gonna praise our God this morning. Let's prepare ourselves to praise. Are you ready to praise your God this morning? You're so good You're so awesome We praise You Lord You're worthy Lord Praise You Lord God Come on Praise You Lord God Let's begin to praise our God this morning Just wherever you are At home In the car In the room Wherever you might be, let's prepare ourselves. Let's start focusing on God. Let's put our coffees down for a minute or a few. Let's get ready. Praise you, Lord God. You are worthy and holy. Praise you, Lord God. Let's put our hands together. i used to worry about the days ahead now i'm learning to let go and seek you first in the days to come i'm choosing to trust Yeah, give my hugs.
0: i praise you, i praise you my God
2: Futures in His hands. Welcome to church this morning. It is wonderful to see all of you. We haven't been here for a few weeks. We've been away on holiday, so it's so lovely to catch up with everyone. So welcome to you. If you've been away on holiday, welcome back to you as well. Fantastic. How about you say hi to someone next to you as you take your seats? you're here online today. Lovely to see you, kind of. Pray you're doing well wherever you are today. Festival One happening at the moment. A number of people are out at Festival One this weekend. Exciting weekend in the Tron. A few, a few other people are still away. Pastor Michael and Gillian have headed away on a nice break. So pray blessing upon them. Nice to see you. Wonderful. Well, if you're here for the very first time, a special welcome to you. We do have Shannon and Kylie and Zion and India and Shay. It's lovely to have you, very first time to the city. Kylie's coming on the comms team, so we're excited about that. So a special welcome to you today. If you're here also for the first time, lovely to have you with us today. We pray blessing over you and your time here with us this morning. We do have some welcome packs. We would love you to pick up a welcome pack if you haven't already. We have a great team down just right that way as you exit the building at the end of the gathering. We'd love you to pick up a guest pack bag from them, say hi to one of the the team down there. That would be great. We've got a card inside too. We'd love you to fill out the card and pop it into one of our giving boxes in the foyer so that we can get in touch with you during the week. We'd love to get to know you a little bit better. But something that we do at Activate is celebrate the birthdays and the wedding anniversaries. So in the past week, has anyone had a birthday or a wedding anniversary? And Reese Pollard, and I can see a hand down there. Happy birthday, yes. Reese Pollard has as well. You're going to have to raise your hand high because the host team do have chocolate. Is that the ha- Dave and Jess, have you had a birth, a wedding anniversary? Not two birthdays, wedding anniversary. Wonderful. How many years? How many? Thirteen. Wonderful. Fantastic. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Keep your hand raised until you've got your chocolate. Is there anyone over the side? I missed some. Happy birthday or wedding anniversary. I missed you. Anyone else? I can hear some people. Happy birthday. Oh, wedding anniversary. Happy wedding anniversary. Wonderful. How many years? Four. Congratulations. Wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Shall we? (laughs) Yeah, Are we going to throw the the drummer a chocolate? (laughs) Throwing chocolates. It's a good way to start the morning, huh? Yes, wonderful. Well, we declare blessing over you, over our birthday people, over our wedding anniversary people. We declare blessing over you, over your lives, over your family, over your household, we declare blessing. May you encounter God in a wonderful, wonderful fresh way this year. Encounter his love and his peace over you, his provision over you, we declare this year in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The kids are out in the downstairs cafe this morning. They they have a movie on today. So adults, I did say the kids. We are in for a great time here and here. So, but if you are a child, you may, well, you can choose what sort of age. I'm not too sure what age that goes up to, but just no adults. You can go out to the downstairs cafe, enjoy the movie this morning. Kids Church is officially back on next week. Next week. Can everyone say next week? Next week. Next week is Sheridan's birthday. Yes, yes. Yeah, and Nate. I saw Nate before. It's his birthday too next week. Yes, and there are a few changes happening next week. I think that is. We'll we'll update you shortly with that. But how about we? We have got something very special happening right now. We are going to have a baby dedication. Babies, babies. Yeah, let's get that right. Babies dedication. So Alexander and Nathaniel, we are going to dedicate them this morning. I'm struggling to to see where they are. How about you come on? Ah, wonderful. How so? Toby and Alan, the wonderful parents of. Alexander and Nathaniel are gonna come and join us. And family, we'd love family and friends too. We are all going to cram up here on the stage. How about you come on up, join Toby and Alan. Sheridan's gonna join me here. Wonderful. Isn't that great? The picture of family and friends. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, give them a hand. Aren't they gorgeous? So Toby and Ellen have got a wonderful story to share about the arrival of these two. So we'd love you to to share that story with us.
3: Um, So these guys have been the fruition of many, many prayers um, over about nine years. Um, We started trying for kids back in 2011, I think at the end of 2011. Um, We had a fibroid removal, we tried three IUIs privately. Um, I couldn't get publicly funded IVF because um, I weighed too much. Um, And then... 2000, mid 2019 we got a lovely offer from um, some friends of ours to pay for our IVF privately um, which we took them up on the offer um, and as far as I'm aware this couple is non-Christian so it was even more of a blessing. Um, we started egg collection in September, not last year, <laughs> 2019 and um, we had two unsuccessful transfers and then these boys were the result of the third transfer from our first cycle. Um, the awesome thing is is that um, the doctors only transferred one egg um, and we've ended up with twins. So We don't know if they're identical or fraternal given that they look quite different to us. (laughs) Um, But either way, it's a miracle. Um, So, yeah, that's, you know, nine years of hardship and questioning and prayers and, and all sorts. So, you know, these guys are (laughs) very special Very, very special So, yeah
2: Isn't that wonderful? Yes (laughs) Standing on the promises of God (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful Well, um, Sherrod and I are going to team up together I think that is needed this morning, isn't it? Um, but I did look up the names. I I am sure that you will know the meaning of when I when I discovered. I was like, oh yes, this is very very um, fantastic. Yes, purposed, I would say, Alexander means defender, protector of man. Which one is Alexander? Alexander. Yes, they look the same size to me. Anyway, but Alexander is slightly bigger. <laughs> Alexander is defender, protector of man, defender of the people. Isn't that powerful? Alexander, his middle name is John, which means God is gracious. Indeed, he is. And Nathaniel, Nathaniel, Jason, Nathaniel means God has given, gift of God. Jason means healer, to heal. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, Yeah, so we cement those names um, upon these these young boys, these young men this morning. And it is our privilege to dedicate these young boys to the Lord this morning. So maybe, yes. Do you want to take Alexander? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs)
4: Like to stand and join us as we. So I've got Nathaniel, Jane's got Alexander. That's all right. We'll we'll fight over it, shall we? He wants to eat it. I want to use it. <laughs> Father, we give you thanks for these wonderful boys. We give you thanks for miracles. I give you thanks that they are well, that they are here, and this morning we. Dedicate Nathaniel and Alexander to you. We realize that they're a gift from heaven and we dedicate them to you. Toby and Alan, dedicate them to you, Lord. And so we ask that you would watch over them, that you would keep your hand on them, that you would nurture them through to an age where they can choose to follow you and walk with you all the days of their lives. And I ask that you would protect them. That you would guide their steps. And that your hand would be on them. That your hand would be on Mum and Dad, giving them great wisdom as they raise these boys. That their home would be known as a place where you were present. That they would be bold in investing truths, the truth of God into these now babies, soon boys, and not too far away young men. That all the days of their lives they would follow you. So I ask that their house would be a place of peace, that you would give them incredible wisdom, give them the ability to major on the majors, minor on the minors, and to have a blast with these guys, to really enjoy the journey. I pray in Jesus' name.
2: Yeah, thank you, Father, for your blessing, your protection over this wonderful household. Thank you, Father, that we get to glorify you today for these beautiful lives. Thank you, Father, um, for wisdom, for Toby and Ellen, for extra patience. Uh, uh, Help them to encourage themselves. Father, each and every day as they raise these young lads. And we give you thanks for, um, for a wonderful heritage too. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen.
4: Thank wonderful. I really felt prophetically as we were preparing that um, there's a bond between brothers anyway, and I don't know, for twins that might be stronger, but I really sense there's, a, there's actually a supernatural bond that, that God's creating with these two that you're going to see play out in the future and encourage it because it's something of God. It's not just a, a natural occurrence It really is uh, something of God That he will use powerfully in the future So, yeah Amen Amen. 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 Yeah. Maybe he's a preacher <laughs> <laughs> hey? Either that or he likes ice creams <clears throat> <laughs> Well done, you were well Very good yeah, um, day. I'm Kate, uh, Toby's mum I just... Um, The Holy Spirit's just prompting me to pray an impartation upon this family in the name of Jesus. I just pray an impartation of the joy of the Lord upon this family. That the joy of the Lord would be their strength in this season and the seasons to come. Glory to the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Wonderful joy. Amen. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Wow. Well, That's <laughs> okay. A little, little bit of moisture all right? alright. <laughs> uh, weren't they good? Yes. <laughs> Maybe that was Sheridan and I, you know, doing such a good job. <laughs> Naturals, eh? <laughs> we'll fool ourselves. <laughs> Wonderful. Give it up for the family.
5: Hi, hi. I'm Steve. I'm uh, Tobias' uh, father, and I came to this church
4: 19 years ago when Tobias was 14. Uh, God brought us here for for a year that year, and uh, we asked God for a church. And he directed us here, because he said it would be a blessing for my son. And my son is here now with his own children. So what we have is a generational church. Amen.
2: That's great. Yes, a number of generations in this in the church family. Isn't that great? Wonderful. Well, we have a few things to update you on. So please turn your eyes to the screen and take careful note also take careful note in the activate news if you don't get the activate news during the week please let us know we need to send you that because we've got lots to update you on
5: Hey everyone, hey welcome to Activate Church. It's so good to have you with us today and a huge welcome if you are new, if this is your second or third time or if you're watching online or from any other campus, it is amazing to have you with us today.
3: There is no 6 p.m. gathering tonight, so make sure you don't come here, but instead why don't you connect with some people and invite them around for a barbecue and hang out.
5: This Tuesday night at 7.30pm held at Rural Curta campus, we have our Inside Activate Info night. And so I really encourage you to come along to this. If you consider Activate as your home church, come along and we'd love to have you there.
3: On the 13th of February, we have healing rooms from 10.30 to 12.30pm at Rural Curta campus.
5: On the 15th of Feb at 7pm we have Activate Education and if you want to know more about this I encourage you to email Michael Brown, this is going to be held at Ruakuta Campus.
3: We have Activate Conference coming up from the 11th to the 13th of March 2021, but Early Birds do close on the 7th of February which is really soon so make sure you register at the Hub or through the Facebook event.
5: Hey, well, that's all the notices we have today.
3: Yeah, I pray that you will encounter God today. In Jesus' name.
5: Amen. Bless you.
1: All right, let's stand to our feet. of you are online or um, in this room, let's, let's bow our head and close our eyes for a second. Let's just close our eyes. Let's get rid of those distractions for a second. So scripture in the Bible. All who are thirsty come to the water, Isaiah. And I believe in that this morning there's some thirsty people and if you're thirsty I guess you've got a choice to make you've got a choice to make about what you're going to do right now and um, where your attention lies whose glory are we here for all that sort of thing Jesus is good and He's worthy yeah praise you Lord God we're here to worship You and honour You. You and You alone. We put aside all other stuff. All the stuff. We put it aside. And we thank You and praise You and honour You. And sing to glorify You, Lord God. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. But now and forevermore. Praise You, Lord God. You are worthy. You are holy. You are reign. You are seated on the throne, Lord God. You are over all, Lord God. Praise You, God. Praise You, God. Praise You, God. How we worship You, Lord. See what you can do. seeing what you can do. Oh, God of wonders, your power has no end. The things you've done, the things you've done before, in greater measure, you will do again. Thank you, God. 'Cause there's no prison wall you can't break through, no mountain you can't move. All things are possible. There's no broken body you can't raise, no soul that you can't save.
0: All things are possible.
1: of revival pour it out this morning this morning some people are staring at some strongholds and thinking that's pretty scary and I don't know what to do about it but all you have to do is praise your God and worship Him and let Him have the battle let him have the victory that's what we're called to and we know that victory is certain and assured yeah So stare it down this morning. I'm calling on you guys to stare down that stronghold and say, you're falling right now. You're falling. I hear the chains. Prophetically, I hear the chains hitting the ground. People being set free. Victory being established in this city, in this nation. Yeah, are you ready? We're going to sing, come awaken, and we're going to stare it down. We're going to praise our God. In fact, don't stare at the strongholds, stare at your God this morning. Come on. Here we go. Come awaken. We look to you, God. Come awaken. Come awaken.
4: About right where you are, you just start to lift the sound of praise, let it out of your lungs. Right where you are, we've got so much to be thankful for. Come on, the music's coming down because we need to hear your voice. Come on, start to lift up, you're not to me, to Jesus. Start to lift up the sound of praise in this place. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We lift you up. We honor You, God, the God of revival. The God who is, the God who is here, the God who is in us, the God who is on us. The God who has a plan and a purpose for our lives and for our city and for our nation. We lift You up this morning. We lift You up. We praise You, we celebrate You. There is no other like You. We honor You in this place. We honor You with our praise. We honor You with our presence. We honor You with our attention. We lift You up, Jesus. We lift you up, Lord. We lift you up, Jesus. We lift you up. You know, in the scriptures, uh, when Jericho came down, there was a time of silence. And then when that city came down, it was because there was a tremendous shout to the Lord. And I know it's a holiday weekend. You could feel a bit sleepy. Well done for being here. Holiday weekend. Good on you. But we're not sleepy. And I think we just need to give Jesus a shout of praise. You need to wake yourselves up, actually. Come on, let's wake your spirit up. Come on, just start to give him a shout of praise. We praise you. We honour you, Jesus. There is none like you. You You're worthy of all praise. All honor. All glory. From the depths of our beings, we will praise you. We will shout the name of Jesus. We will lift you up. We want lift you up. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel good as you start? Just It does, eh? I reckon we can do a lot better because some of you are looking really self-conscious. Like, oh, can we do that in church? Of course you can do it in church. Where else? Why not? Start here. Take it out there. But people might hear me. So that's why God gave you a voice so that people might hear you. So shake yourselves off a bit. Come on. Oh, gosh, you guys look up tight today. Shake yourselves off a bit. Come on. Do it. This is hard work. Yeah, come on. A bit more. Come on, get in it. Get with it. God is in the house. Just bring yourself in the house for a minute let your mask off, your veneer off, and just shake yourself loose. Ready? On the count of three, a bit of a shout to God. It'll be good for you. One, two, three. Praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus, in this place. We honor you, Lord. We lift you up. We lift you up. We celebrate you, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. There is none like you. Absolutely none like you. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're in this place. I thank you that we get to stand and worship in the presence of Almighty God. And we honour you this morning. We honour you with our breath. We honour you with our sound. Because you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be honoured. And in this country and this year, Boy, we're privileged, Lord. So privileged. I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank you for every person in this room. I thank you that we can worship you together. I thank you for the festival event that's happening this weekend. Lord, That there's a huge community of people out at Mystery Creek worshiping you together. And we honour you and we join in spirit to lift you up, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In Jesus' name. Amen. I mean, good morning. Oh, that's good. You're talking now. Hey, it took a little while to get rid of that holiday feel, but in the right sense, yeah, you can sit down. But it's nice to be with you this morning. It's nice to see you. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, team. Boy, they made you work hard this morning, Caleb. I could feel that. How about giving the guys a hand? They work really hard. So, it's good to be with you. We've had a couple of weeks off. Rearing to go, rearing. And um, hey, things are changing next week, the seventh of February. What's changing? Yeah, actually, it's it's I'm a year older. That's what's really changing. It's my birthday, and um, so come and celebrate with me. I don't want little presents, okay? I want things with big engines. I'm only joking. Next week we are going back to. Uh, multiple gatherings here at Ruakura on a Sunday. Okay, so listen really carefully. I'm about to give you the times. The times will be printed during the week as well, but they're probably not as you thought they were because I changed it. What time is the first one? Hey very good. 8:30, 8:30 a.m. Okay, 8:30 a.m. So here's the gatherings for next week. If you're online, you need to listen to this as well. a.m. here at Ruakura, then 10 a.m. here at Ruakura, 10 a.m. at North Campus, 10 a.m. at Tuakou, and 10 a.m. online. See why we've done that? And then 6 p.m. here at Ruakura. Good? You've got that, eh? Just nod like you've got it. Great. 8.30, 10 Care. that's all good fantastic it's going to be excellent hey I just want to also mention activate education you know um, it's coming up it's starting on the 15th of February 730 to nine in the evening seven to nine it's a great opportunity to um, just to soak yourselves in some teaching from scripture and some biblical uh, courses and allow allow yourself to grow get yourself in a um, environment where you can grow and on the uh, 15th that night There's no charge. There's no anything. Just come and have a look. And if you like it, you can keep coming. And if you don't, well, do what you want. That's okay. It's your life. But um, 15th of of Feb, that'll be really cool. And the other thing I want to talk about briefly is uh, this coming Tuesday night, Inside Activate, here. Tuesday night, 7.30. If Activate is your church, if you're at home, um, we might actually try and live stream that even. If if you're at home... um, I'd really like you to come. We've got a lot of stuff happening in the life of the church and I want to keep you informed. And so this is your opportunity to hear what's happening, where we're heading this year, some of the things that have happened in the last couple of months and uh, what we're planning. And uh, I'd really like you to be part of that. It's important that you're part of the journey. I mean, this is your church. This is your church family. It's important that you know there'll be an opportunity for Q&A and all that kind of stuff, so it would be great if you're there. Finally, before I kick into this, if you're online this morning, why don't you just share this with all your friends right now? And you guys, when you go home, why don't you share this with all your friends? Because I think this morning's message is really, really important. So are you ready? Three of you are. Well, the rest of you are going to be in trouble. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus is our theme and our vision statement as a church. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus, we're still in the book of Luke. We're going to finish the book of Luke about Easter, which is just a few weeks away. And then we're moving on. I was going to do the book of Luke for a year, and here we are over two years later, still in it. And um, I personally think it's been a great journey. I hope you've enjoyed it. But the word of God is powerful. And as we spend our time in the Word of God and just going from one chapter to the next, God covers a lot of stuff. And uh, I like—I'm I, really quite excited this morning about uh, what He's talking about. So, are you ready to go? Great, because if you're not, you're in a spot of bother. You are. Luke chapter seventeen, verse twenty. Flick your device. Open your pages. Whatever you've got to do to get there, uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 20 goes like this. One day, the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there. For the kingdom of God is already among you. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see the day when the Son of Man returns, but you won't see it. People will tell you, look, there he is, there's the Son of Man, or here he is, but don't go out and follow them. For as the lightning flashes and and lights up the sky from one end to the other, So it will be on the day when the Son of Man comes. But first, the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. When the Son of Man returns, it'll be like it was in the day of Noah. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets, parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. And the flood came and destroyed them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual, right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a person on out on the deck of the roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return home. Remember what happened to Lot's wife? If you cling to your life, you will lose it. And if you let your life go, you will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill. One will be taken and the other will be left. Where will all this happen, Lord? The disciples asked. Jesus replied, Just as the gathering of vultures shows, there is a carcass nearby. So these signs indicate that the end is near. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Jesus lived ready. And here he's encouraging us to live ready. To make sure we're ready all the time. Live ready. He's... He's, he's encouraging us to live the way. I love the quote, the opportunity of a lifetime only lasts as long as the lifetime of the opportunity. Are you ready? Because the opportunity that we live in now to follow Jesus will come to an end. The opportunity that we live in today, the environment we live in today will change. So are you ready? That's what Jesus is saying. Are you ready? Are you living ready? The door of opportunity to engage with God's plan will close. It's God's plan. It's currently wide open for you because you're breathing. But it will close. There's things for us to do in this life, in this world, that when our life comes to an end, the door closes. If we don't respond to God's invitation for relationship in this lifetime, the door closes. Look, I would love to be the optimistic universalist. Some of you are going, what? That's because you need to go to Bible college and do theology. The optimist, optimistic universalist would be that come the end, somehow everybody's going to end up with Jesus. But the Bible doesn't say that. I would like to take that Stance. It seems much easier. But the Bible doesn't say that. There's an opportunity in this life to get connected with Jesus. There's an opportunity in this life to walk with him that closes when the door on our life closes, on this mortal life at least. So my question this morning is, are you ready? Because essentially that's a question that Jesus is asking. Are you ready? I was about... Um, what was I? Pre-teens, early pre-teens, early teens in the 80s, the mid-80s. And I had the privilege of going to a Barry Smith seminar. Now, Barry Smith was an evangelist, and his specialty was end times. Well, maybe that wasn't a specialty. Maybe his specialty was scaring the tripe out of you so that you, were to, you just had to, that was his specialty. Because after going to a Barry Smith seminar, you were absolutely convinced that you had to be right with Jesus because that world could end tonight. But it could. It could. That's, it was exhilarating, but it was terrifying at the same time. But essentially, that's what Jesus' message here is, eh? Are you ready? Uh, in the 80s, they used to say, or 90s, they used to say, turn or burn. Um. But the question essentially is, are you ready? So I get to ask the question this morning. It's great, privilege, really. Are you ready? Are you living ready? Or are you just filling in time? Who do you know who's not ready, that you can help get ready? Because they're just filling in time. Life is not just about filling in time. And can I ask a question, how many of us live as truly ready? You know, you're gone. Are you ready? Challenging question, isn't it? Some sectors of the evangelical church really majored on this stuff in the 70s and 80s. It was all about, you know, the fires are hell, don't miss out, all that kind of stuff. But I wonder if in some ways we've done ourselves a disfavor by not talking about it so much now. Because historically, Christians have held on to eternity. Where I think it's very, very easy for us in our fast-paced yet fairly comfortable world to not even think about eternity. It's almost like this is all there is. But this isn't all there is. This is a bit of an illusion, really. In the, in the span of eternity, this is but a knot, if you had a bit of string in one end. This is the minor, not the major. This is the time to get the majors in place because the major is coming. Are we ready? Are we ready? Maybe uh, we're not. There were books, say, hey, in the 80s. It was like the Left Behind series, Late Great Planet Earth, the movie Rapture, all that kind of stuff. Actually, I've got a treat for us. I've got the trailer for the Left Behind movie. And um, this is the last one, 2014 with Nicolas Cage. Did you know he did a, um, a Left Behind movie? And do you want to play that, that trailer? Thank you, Hannah. That's great.
5: Mom, Chloe,
4: welcome home. So is everything set for dad's surprise party? Uh, He got
3: called into work.
5: Can I buy you a coffee?
3: I'm waiting for someone. Ah. My dad. Hi, sweetheart. Hey. Hey. Welcome aboard Pancon Flight 257 to London. Flight time today will be 6
0: hours and 30 minutes. I love you.
1: have simply vanished.
4: Chris, let me in! Chris! me!
1: I know you all want answers, and believe me, so do I. And I'll do my best to get them.
3: I heard some doctors talking. It's not just here. It's all over the world.
1: One of these
0: days the sky's gonna break Chloe, are you okay? Yeah, but mom and Remy, they're both gone. One of these days the mountains are gonna fall into no!
3: Irene knew this was
0: coming. The way it happened. How could she know that? he took them to protect them from the darkest time in the history of this world.
5: do something like this! We all have a right to know we're gonna die! We're gonna die!
0: I have no spoilers, no flaps, no elevators, and if I run this thing dry, no reverse thrust. I need some room! I just really need you to know how much I love you no matter what happens. (laughs) Dad!
5: Like the end of the world.
0: One of these days, the sky's gonna break and everything will escape. And i know.
4: It looks like an epic film. I don't think it was. Most of us haven't heard about it, but that's the way it goes. The, the, the girl sees a line in there. The, the God my mother told me about wouldn't do this. The God my mother told me about wouldn't do this. And, you know, it may not look like that. That's a movie. And I don't necessarily agree with all their theology. But actually, the God I'm telling you about will do this. Because it's what he said he'll do. It's not, it's not stretched. Verse 34 to 36. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding Flour together at the mill, one will be taken and the other will be left. It's exactly what the scripture says. Sure, it might not look like that. But it is what God, Jesus, has said to us will happen. So are you ready? I think this is a great question, particularly for our consumer society where it's all about us. It's all about what I want, do things my way or no way type deal. And God says, no, no, I'll do things my way. And, and actually, he's told us what he's going to do. What's love look like? Love looks like telling you what's going to happen before it happens so that you can respond, so that I can respond, so that I can line myself up with his purpose. I was reading Job uh, recently, and you get to the end of the book of Job, and God says to Job, who are you to tell me what to do? Do you run the universe? Do you know how it works? And essentially it's the same question, isn't it? Who am I to tell him what to do? He's had the love and the kindness to tell me what's going to happen. Now I'm to respond to what he's said and ensure that my life is in line with what he's saying, not with perhaps what I desire. Can I just change tech just for a moment um, you really need to be part of an activate group because you can talk about these things in activate groups. It's a place to wrestle with these kind of things. And you can open the Word together and study them and, and pull it out and you can have like some lively discussions and you can call each other plonkers in the safety of your lounge and all that because you disagree, but you'll be in the Word of God working it all out. I think you should be in an activate group. If you're not, you really should be. It's a, it's, that's what they're there for. Most of the time, we don't even think about end events, do we? We just don't. Do you go around all the time thinking about the end? All day, that's all you're thinking about? You don't even think about the end of our lives, do we? Let alone the end of the world as we know it. But as I said earlier, for many believers, this was the absolute focus of their spiritual journey. Their whole life was preparing for the end. And I wonder if we need a little bit more urgency on it ourselves. Knock ourselves out of our complacently, uh, out of our complacent lives a little bit. Because it says here, if I go from verse 26 through to 30, when the Son of Man returns, it'll be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. Is that any different to today? You can answer. I know I'm freaking you all out now. Turn or burn, baby. (laughs) Is it any different to today? It's not. It's not. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom, then fire and burning sulfur rained down. Is that any different to today? No, it's not. It's not. Furthermore, in verse 30, Jesus says it'll be business as usual right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed, right up to the day of the second coming. It will be business as usual. That could be today because it's business as It's a public holiday this weekend, so it could be Tuesday. <laughs> business as usual. Scriptures make us very aware of God's plan. Once the plan is rolled out, it's too late. Once the bus is left, the bus is left. Are you ready? Are you ready? Jesus will return without further notice because he's already given us notice. And those ready will rejoice and those who aren't will be in a bit of strife. Are we ready? I love this stuff. I do. This really makes me come alive in my spirit because I think there's a lot at stake here. This isn't just about, hey, I went to church this morning, tick. This is about, man, am I ready for eternity? Am I ready to have a conversation face to face with God? Actually, I think in today's PC climate, our PC world, talking about this stuff, you're in, you're out, he's coming. He's going to say, it's probably hate speech almost, isn't it? That's what they'll call it. But it's the Word of God. It's in the Bible, word for word there. I haven't embellished anything. I've just read it to you this morning. So we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. We're all in the world. Lot's wife was of the world. What happened to her? She missed out. Her heart was engaged with the world. Her heart was attached to the world the world had her heart and she could not let go of it. She turned. We're called to be in the world, but not of the world. Noah, the the account of the ark in Genesis 6 and 7, he had to choose to act on the revelation and the promise of God because there was no physical evidence that what God had said was going to happen was going to happen. But Noah Acted on the revelation and the promise of God. He was counted as the only righteous person on the earth and he was the only one in his family saved. If you're sitting here this morning and you're thinking, boy, faith, walking by faith, my, my journey with Jesus is just really hard. Does everyone have it like this? Just keep going because God knows your heart. God knows your heart. He's walking with you. Noah was the only person, you imagine the pressure on him. He was the only righteous person on the planet. He kept going, but the promises of God changed history forever. Lot had to be um, obedient to the instruction of God. God said, go. He even hesitated, and the angels took them by the arm and led them. But he had to go. And when Lot's wife looked back, she paid the, the ultimate price. Matthew 24, 30 to 44 kind of recounts a similar passage here as Luke asking the question, are you ready? Are you ready? Because the second coming is not just a, a fancy line that we put out there and say, oh, "The 2nd it's going to happen. We're just not sure when it's going to happen. But I love Hebrews as well. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of good works and love. And let us not neglect meeting together. Meeting together is so important in God's culture. As some do, and encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. It's even more important to meet together in the days where people fail to value meeting together as God starts to draw near. Over the years, I've, I've heard and I've spoken to a lot of people talking about Christians primarily, um, well, not that many, thank goodness, but enough, that have, had, um, that have been unwell. And the diagnosis has been terminal. You know, the, this this eventually, this is um, this is where it's going to end. And it's amazing the personality, the character transformation that takes place. Often, they suddenly throw themselves into the things of God. They're passionate about prayer. They're passionate about being where the people of God are. They're passionate about praying for people. They're passionate about sharing the gospel. All of a sudden, almost out of a sense of guilt or remorse, that the life that's been led up to this point is a lukewarm life. So they throw themselves in. Why? Because someone has said, about X date, you're going to be standing in front of Jesus. And you go, oh my goodness, I better get things in order. I'm, uh, yeah, no, I've got it, no. Haven't been up to scratch. I've got to sort some stuff out before I get there. But let me be the bearer of some great news to you this morning. Every single one of us, you are terminal. Look to the person to your left and right. Say, you're terminal. Online, you're terminal. Just no one's put a date on it yet. But you're not guaranteed another heartbeat. We could fall over now, and none of us have been ripped off. We're not guaranteed another heartbeat. We are all terminal. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Can I just ask the question this morning, Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you living ready? James says, look here, you who say tomorrow or today we're going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year. We'll do business and we'll make a profit. How do you know what your life will look like tomorrow? It's so true. So true. Are you ready? Am I ready? I um, I had a stark reminder of this week of this this week because I got the the phone call, the the text message on one morning, can't remember when it was now, that that my mum had just been rushed up to the, the hospital in the ambulance. And it just brings everything for that moment back into perspective like that's right. There are no, she's doing okay by the way. Doing really good actually. Yeah, I think she's watching online. Hi mum. Um But it just brings everything back into perspective, doesn't it? There are no guarantees. Are you living ready? Because your tomorrow may not look anything like today. My tomorrow may not look anything like today. Look, I'm absolutely sure of this. I'm absolutely 100% sure that Jesus will return. I am absolutely 100% sure that if he does not return in my lifetime, I will go to him. Good? We we're okay so far? Great. What I'm unsure of is when that is. And that's the $100 billion question. We just don't know. So we've got to live ready. And that's what Jesus is saying to us in this passage. Are you living ready? So let me answer very quickly what I think living ready looks like. Living ready looks like being fully and wholeheartedly committed to Jesus and His kingdom not in a bit, out a bit, 100% in. Your Christianity, your faith journey is not an insurance policy. It's not. It is a way that you exist. It is the purpose of your life. That's what it is. It is relationship with your creator. I think it looks like being fully and wholeheartedly committed to Jesus and his kingdom. I think it looks like living a consistent lifestyle of discipleship a consistent lifestyle of discipleship in other words pursuing his plans and his purposes for my life pursuing his plans and purposes that he reveals to us kingdom that's not an in out today not tomorrow thing that's a consistent thing consistently living a life of discipleship. I think it looks like leading our families in this way and leading our families in His way. I really feel to lean into this at the moment because our kids don't always make good decisions. Doesn't matter what you put in them. Just like you don't. Just like I don't. We've got to put the tools in their toolbox so that if they get themselves off track they've got the tools to come home. we have got to put the tools in their toolbox so they know. And parents, that doesn't happen intentionally, and I, I guess I just listen and I observe, and I think we need to be, as parents, more intentional of investing the truths of God into our kids. Investing healthy, Godly discipleship culture into our kids because it's our job as parents. Your kids might still make some interesting decisions. That is the nature of life. But do everything we can to put the tools in their toolbox so if they go a bit off track, they can find their way home. Do everything you can to put into them the truths of God so they know the truths of God. They know what's in the Bible. They're part of church. I'm amazed often. Oh, my kids don't like church. They don't want to come to church. How old are they? Oh, 12. So are they here? No, no, no. So, well, why aren't they here? Oh, well, we gave them a choice. Why do you give a 12 year old a choice? Just to tell them to be in church, for goodness sake. My kid, my rules. Under my roof, I pay the bills. You're in church if I'm in church. It's kind of simple. Um, we're the parents. That's not abusive, by the way. That's called leadership. They're, They're our kids. And there's a lot at stake. And they're growing up in a world that just wants to drag them away from God and the purposes of God and the kingdom of God. And we need to do everything, parents, do everything you can to fill them with knowledge of God, encounters of God. You know, you have them in an environment where God's moving. Pray that they encounter God. Much more chance of it happening there than at the skate park. Pray that they encounter God. Parents, there's a lot at stake. And can I just say, if you have children and they kind of got off track a bit at the moment, it's not the end of the story. Just keep praying for them. Come on, keep praying for them. Keep praying for them, calling them home. Calling them. Don't give up on them, whatever you do. Just keep calling them home. Life's not always easy. We don't always make great decisions. Our kids don't always make great decisions. But come on, we've got something of the kingdom we can invest in them. And finally, how do we live in a way that, that, that looks like we're ready or, or creates this ready? I think we commit ourselves to Christ's bride, to the local church. Because you can't do this thing alone. You just can't. And it's about journeying with a group of people. Church is so much more than this on a Sunday morning. Again, activate groups. Be in a group, a small community. It's where you find life. It's where you find support. The stories that are in this church of when the wheels fell off life and the group was there to support and to walk. could be told hundreds of times over because life happens to all of us at the most unexpected times. Are you ready? Am I ready? I'm asking, I'm saying you because I want you to get it. Believe me, every time I say it on the inside, I'm saying, Am I ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? Are you living in readiness now? That's a phrase that's in my head. Are you living in readiness now? Great question, eh? And that's what Jesus was prompting in this passage. You're living in readiness now. It's all about relationship. It's all about relationship with Jesus, and that's where it starts, and actually that's where it finishes, in relationship. That's why Jesus went to the cross. That's why the Father sent him to earth. That's why he went to the cross. That's why he was risen again from the dead, was to fix the break in relationship between people and God. He's done all the work. All we've got to do is receive the gift. The book of Romans is very clear. It says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. In other words, you will be joined. You will be connected with Him in relationship. For it's by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and it's by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. I wonder who this morning here needs to say yes to Jesus. Perhaps it's the very first time. Perhaps you're online. Perhaps you've said yes before and for whatever reason you've wandered back and you're sitting there this morning and you're going, man, I feel far, far from ready. I'm here physically, but spiritually, I'm a million miles away. This morning is the morning where you can say, yes, Jesus, I choose to be ready. I choose to live ready. I choose to walk with you. Can I ask you to bow your heads just for a moment, please? I'm going to ask you again this question in a moment. Will you choose Jesus today? And I'm going to ask you to respond. And it could be the very first time or it could be that you've been away. And today you're saying, Lord, I I need to get things sorted out. I'm choosing you today. I'm saying yes to you today. And you know, I don't want to ski you into the kingdom. But sometimes a bit of healthy fear is a good thing because it helps us sort some stuff out. But this morning, I know Jesus' desire is that you say yes to him and start relationship with him and walk with him. And in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to hold your hand up if you're saying yes to Jesus today and you're not holding your hand up it's not magic or anything it just means we can celebrate with you saying yes Jesus I choose you I choose to walk to you with you I choose to build relationship with you I choose to live a life that I am ready I'm going to ask you to lift your hand in just a moment when I do Can you be bold and lift your hand quickly if you need to? Saying yes to Jesus, not to me. If you know you need to say yes to him today, you're probably sitting, your heart's probably going 100 miles an hour. The way the Holy Spirit seems to work, hands might be sweating, I don't know. It will be the conviction of God on you. You just know. If you need to say yes to Jesus today, can you lift your hand right now, wherever you are? Thank you. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. That's wonderful. Seen at least three people so far. This is the starting place of a journey. Thank you. I see your hand. That's great. Seen four people at least so far. Just going to wait a couple more seconds. Let's make sure you catch my eye. would be great. That's wonderful. Church, can we give these people a hand? The Bible tells us Heaven celebrates when people say yes to Jesus let's pray. Father, I thank you for these people that have said yes to Jesus this morning. I ask that there would be a tangible sense of change in their world. And they know what it is to walk with you and engage with you and relate with you. Father, I pray for everyone as you remove their sin, their wrongdoing, as far as the East is from the West, that they would feel a new life, a lightness in their spirit, that As you rebirth them, regenerate them. And that today would mark the start of an incredible journey. In Jesus' name. If you said yes to Jesus this morning, can you make sure you stop at the table at the back and the end and they'll give you some stuff and help you in the journey because it's really, uh, we want to help you the best we can. As I close, are you ready? Are you ready? I think this is too important a question to just sit there and nod our heads. I actually think we need to get before God this morning and go, God, I'm ready. It might not quite all look like it needs to look right now, but I'm ready and I'm making a commitment to be ready, to live ready, to live in the fullness of who you are and what you've called us to. And I would like to invite you to come out of your seats into the aisles. If you're saying, Jesus, I'm ready. And I want to pray for us as we finish. But I think this is one of those scriptures. It's one of those moments in time where we can't just sit and nod our heads and go, yeah, I'm ready. It's cool. I actually think we need to take an action. Need to move. Need to say, God, I'm here. I am ready. And by your grace, I will walk and live ready for your purposes. So can I ask you to stand right where you are, please? And if this morning you were saying to Jesus, I am ready, how about coming out of the aisle into some space? Just move. Signify that you're moving. Just shift. You're saying yes to Jesus, not saying yes to me. I might not be here tomorrow. You're saying yes to Jesus. Don't worry about what anybody thinks. There's a lot at stake. Now, yeah, come on, just come out to the aisle. Find a bit of space. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How about? maybe lifting your hands, whatever you feel comfortable with. Jesus, I thank you for every person who's saying yes to you this morning. I know you see our hearts and I know you see the step of faith this morning. And God, I ask that you would guide us, that you would draw us. Holy Spirit, that you would continue to be active in us. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would fall afresh on every person this morning who's saying yes to you that there would be a fresh impartation of your power and of your grace and of your mercy to live a ready life in Jesus' Name. I thank you for every person, I commend every person to you. And I ask you that you would grace us with the ability to live ready, that our eyes would never stray too far from you and what you have for us. And Lord, if we fall, help us get up really quickly and go again. I bless every person online this morning who's responding to you in the name of Jesus and ask exactly the same for them, that we would live ready in Jesus' name. I give you thanks. Amen. It
2: was excellent. Thank you, Sheridan cannot drop that one, can we? Fantastic words. word. And you can make your way back to your seats if you're in the building. You can sit down if, too if you're at home <laughs> or if you're in the building. How about you give it up for Sheridan again? Challenging week, preparing that one. Well, yeah, I heard that there's a few people watching it in the hospital ward this morning. So it's great to, great to see you this morning. Fantastic. Well, um, is Mich- Mich- Michelle here? Yeah, Michelle. Michelle, um, I got a message from Michelle before, and she had a word. Um, I'm just going to share the, the the start of it. Is that all right, Michelle? Um, that I totally resonate with and that goes hand in hand with this is that Activate is to play a significant role in connecting Hamilton with God the Father. Amen. Amen. And so we are going to pray into that um, as a church family, wherever we are during our weeks. And plus, we're going to be here together on Tuesday night. Don't forget, Tuesday night is for us as a church family. Uh, It's 7.30 Tuesday night. But God has called us to connect people. People that we know, people that we come in contact with, with God the Father. And I really feel to encourage, to to partner with Michelle here and to encourage us, the church, you know, as we've just been prayed for, to not only be ready ourselves, but to be ready with that Word in season. That Word in season for whoever we're spending time with this week, whoever we bump into um, this week that God will give us a word in season for somebody and we just need to cross over the chicken line sometimes, don't we? In order to bless, in order to impart the word that Father God, that He wants to share His love and kindness. He wants people to be ready. He wants to encounter every person. And I think that's a revelation that we need to grab hold of right now. He wants to do that. And He wants to impart words and season through us. And I feel that there's a, there is a um, uh, sometimes a lie that we can partner with and that I can't do that. And we need to break that off. And so I break that off in Jesus' name right now. And and we step into all that Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, has empowered us for as the church. Isn't that great? Exciting. Not only to be ready ourselves, but to get others ready. That's great, isn't it? We need to fix our eyes on Him. Keep our eyes on Him. So I pray... This week that we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Isn't that wonderful? If you would like someone to stand with you in prayer today, please come on up the front. We would love to stand with you in prayer before you go. If anything whatsoever, if you would want someone to stand with you, please don't leave the building before you uh, come come up and we would love to stand, stand with you. Also, the children or the teens, children and teens, a lot of kids are going back to school this week. It's a big week, isn't it? A big week. And and some are going into a new class, some are going into a brand new school. And so I declare blessing over every child, every teenager here and part of our church family. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with them as they enter the school grounds, as they enter their classroom, as they meet new friends, as they meet new teachers. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for courage, for peace for them. I thank you for wisdom. Impart your wisdom into our children into our teens in Jesus' name. Thank you for your protection over them this week. May it be a wonderful week in every household with children and teenagers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. Have a great week. If, oh, the kids are out there. But the teenagers may be in here. Have a great week, teenagers. Thank you, church, for our giving. Our giving stations are in the foyer. I declare blessing over every giver, every household in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you for the tithes and the offerings. Heavenly Father, thank you for, for what they are do. Thank you, Lord. We're going to update you with some exciting news of things that are happening Tuesday night, church family. So be here at 7.30 on Tuesday night. No 6pm tonight. So what a great opportunity. If you're not going to Festival One tonight, invite some people over for a barbecue or go down to the lake or somewhere for a picnic together, do something together, gather together. So no 6pm here tonight. But next week, what is happening next week? Who can tell me what times we're meeting next week? 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 6 o'clock is back. Yes. So 8.30, 10 o'clock, 6 o'clock is back. And plus, of course, we've got 10 o'clock over at North as well. This Tuesday, 7.30. And... Plus, we've got Activate Education happening 15th of Feb. Sign up for that, too. That's going to be great. Shall we sing a song to finish? That'll be awesome. Thank you, Caleb and team. How about we stand? Have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless.
1: All right, here we go. Praise you, God. I used to worry. I used to worry about the days ahead. Now I'm learning to let go. seek taking first in the days to
0: come.
1: I'm choosing to
0: trust you. Got your ways of. A-
1: I do that in like four baits or something I give my
0: hopes and my dreams now I'm learning to let go and walk the path that you have for me I choose I'm choosing to trust you that's your free guys
1: Lord. See you later.